Well, hello there, and thank you for tuning in to the Shameless Sex Podcast. I'm Amy, sex educator, somatic sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure product company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom, to pussy praising, to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. Hello, everyone. Hello, party people. Party people. Welcome to episode number nine. We're at nine. Nine. Woo, that means we've been doing this for two months. That's amazing. Every week, and we are loving the numbers. It's so exciting to I see know. more people subscribing to us. Thank you for subscribing. And thank you for listening. We really love our listeners and hopefully you love us just as much and you want to review us on iTunes. We just got back from a trade show down in LA. It was the sex toy trade show. I know it, everyone's always like, Ooh, that must be really exciting. And it's, it's awesome and it's fun, but it's much more, much more like business people selling sex toys and products. Hence the reason my voice is like really extra raspy yeah because i was talking and pitching and, and we're like in air conditioning the whole time and it dries you out oh totally like a lizard it dries every orifice out my nose and my pussy <laughs> yeah, that's why we have uber lube to the rescue this is true uh it was awesome at the trade show though because we had a number of people and maybe you're listening that come up to us that came up to us and said that they've been listening to our podcast and they're loving it and it just feels so good to get feedback from you all so keep it coming and um, it really, really just feel, fills our hearts. Cause that's we had exactly somebody walk up to, to us and say, I listen with my wife oh, yeah. at nighttime when we're going to sleep and just really like, I'm feeling so great, grateful for the access to this information and knowledge. So I'm super happy. It makes yeah. me like smile and makes my heart big and warm. Oh, it's all mochi. So we want to thank all of you. We love you. We love and you. before we dive into our topic, um, we would like to, we say this in the last couple episodes and we're just going to keep on saying it. Um, please, if you haven't done so, if you can review us on iTunes, it really helps our reach. The more reviews we get, the more accessible we are for folks to find us. So on iTunes and also iTunes and also Google play, if you're an Android person, you can review us in there. And, um, as we said I think before, on our website, can't they review us as well? Well, that's not going to help us. Oh. It's, it's iTunes is kind of the most important thing to get it out there. Okay. So, and if you're already sub- subscribed to us, it's kind of hard to access. What you need to do is exit out of the um, the kind of homepage of our app and then like search for us again, essentially. So go search for us in the app, search, search Shameless Sex. And from there, you can actually review us. And so we would really, really love you and appreciate it. And Amy and I are going on the road this next week. <clears throat> We're going to be recording in Boise, Idaho. We're super Ooh, excited for that. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and then we're going to be we at Symbiosis. Oh, yeah. We're teaching a workshop. At Symbiosis, we're teaching... Um, Erotic superstar. It's going to be amazing. Unleashing that inner beast of an amazing human that you are. So our topic for the day today, last two weeks we just did... 
um, our How to Please the Diak Men's Sexual Pleasure 101. And so we figured that this would be a great option or opportunity to go into How to Please the Pussy, Female Sexual Pleasure 101. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I know we already did pussy praising. And pussy praising wasn't just about pussy praising. It was just praising in general. So it wasn't just for pussies. It was for cocks, too. So this one's going to be much more uh, Female Sexuality 101 oriented. And there will be some pussy praising in here because a pussy deserves to be praised. And I'm a vulva owner, so I'm totally yeah. into this uh, episode and talking about it and sharing some of my experiences. And, and you've even pleasured some vulvas. I have pleasured some vulvas. Yeah. Or a vulva. No, Multiple couple, vulvas? Couple oh, vulvas. Good. Good. I've got some couple vulvas. I have it. I've never pleasured a vulva. Oh, wow. It's painfully straight. Okay. So we can change that. Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay, so we're going to take a break. Ava's <laughs> going to pleasure. I'm going to pleasure her vulva, and All then right. we'll get back to you. Uh, the ABCs. I'm not into the ABCs. No, we're not going to do no. some ABCs. That is like a, yeah. that's an urban no. legend. Yeah, that's not, not even a legend. It's an urban myth. It's, the ABCs. It's bullshit. It's, it's a bunch of It's confusing a whole bunch of young people on how to pleasure. I know. But yeah. should we do the sex life update first? Uh, yes, sex life Yay. update. <laughs> sex life update, Amy. Yeah. You should go first. Uh, well, okay. So I haven't had sex in a while. <laughs> it's going to be really quick yeah. on this one. Yeah. So I haven't had sex in a while because my partner is gone and we are in a monogamous relationship. And uh, they are going to be gone for another two weeks. And it's interesting. So I went on a podcast earlier today that's going to be released, I don't know, in a couple weeks or something. Um, on Chris Ryan, who wrote the book Sex at Dawn. Which I'm, by the way, I have on Audible right now, and I'm oh, listening it. to it's, it. It's yeah. so good. Oh, I, my God. It's super scientific, which I, you know, having my, my bachelor's of science, I really yeah. love. Um, but I'm learning so much. I just love the, the language and the information. So you it's should check out Sex at Dawn. Brilliant. It's essentially about how humans aren't innately monogamous and that monogamy is kind of evolved from agriculture, agriculture right. the farming movement. And it's brilliant. And he's not saying everyone should go out and be non-monogamous, but it's just giving some ideas as to um, why we partner and where it's coming from. Which I think it's always interesting to learn about human traditions and why we are the way we are and how we were shaped. Like, we came from these tribes and then, like, sort of branched off. We're just monkeys. We're just... Yeah, we're monkeys that have, like, tissue and chemical reactions in our brains, so... He, he had some really interesting points. He was talking about, like, orangutan sex and... Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Anyways, that episode's going to be... What's out. a group of orangutans called? I don't know. A troop. Oh, I thought it was going to be a joke. No. <laughs> that's, a- <laughs> that's good. I was like, what's the, what's the punchline? Uh, no, it's a, it's, a, uh, it's a troop of orangutans. Ah, a troop. Yeah. Do they even... Okay. All right. Orangutan. orangutan. Anyway, that's just some useless oh, we knowledge for you. And bonobos and how bonobos... When they uh, bonobos are a type of ape, and that when they have disputes, they fuck it out. They make love, and you know the most common way make they love, love or they fuck it out. They make love, and really? you know what the, what the most common way is two female bonobos rubbing boxes on Whoa. each other. Yeah, amazing. It's, it's I was a bonobo common. in another yeah. life. Yeah, you were. Rub that box. <laughs> um, okay, so anyways, I was talking about is my tangent on that podcast about how. I don't really walk this earth like super horny all the time. I don't get a whole bunch of sex drive. I'm not just walking down the street and like, I'm kind of horny right now. I'm not just like at, at home and just feeling like I need to go masturbate because I'm turned on. Um, my sex drive is very much active and created. And, you know, when I'm with my partner, we have a lot of sex. And um, it's something that I create for myself and or we co-create. Um, but when they're gone, I'm not, I don't really have a lot of sex drive flowing for me. So I haven't, haven't even been masturbating. I haven't been having sex. So my sex, although, you know what we did do, which was kind of fun at the trade show. A- while I was in the other room. Yeah, <laughs> I was in the other room, like having a phone call with someone. And I was talking to my partner on the phone 
and we were on FaceTime, and then we decided we've actually never had FaceTime sex, and we didn't actually have FaceTime sex, but it was like a mutual masturbation session. Nice. But I had to be quiet because you were in the other room, so you have to be quiet. <laughs> I, I would have never. I mean, maybe yeah, I wasn't another, a business call. That would have been interesting. There was another woman in there with you, though. Oh, so, yeah, that would. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm going to be quiet, but you can like make as much noise as you want, and so I definitely. Like, we had a suite, by the way. That's why yeah. it was like divided. Yeah, so I put like, focused the the camera on you know, on my pussy and, and I was like, you know, like rubbing my pussy and he got some nice pussy and ass shots while he was stroking himself. And mm. it was, it was pretty, it was pretty hot. hot. It was pretty then hot. Then I came in and was changing. And, I, well, <laughs> and she's like, oh, look at that ass right oh, yeah. there. I was like, oh, here you go. Yeah, then he asked, essentially after he had his orgasm, he got to see you walking around the room naked all the time. He's, He's like, like, that's nice. This is the best phone call ever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't mind. Yeah. Do my strip tease for you yeah. later. Yeah. So that was fun. I've never really experimented with, with phone sex. And I always, you know, think back in the day we didn't have the image like now we have facetime so we have this this access to getting the whole visual imagery so easily whereas in the back we had to be creative with just or not in the back but in the back of the day in back in the day we had to be creative with just words like right. oh, what are you doing now i've never i never how does this that. make you feel that's what, why what are you wearing phone, the phone yeah. sex operators yeah like those people oh yeah that I, were i'm rubbing my nipples oh, it feels good meanwhile they're probably doing the dishes yeah like, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's real. They're not they're like in well, their sweatpants. I, I love that because I feel like now nowadays with technology and how we are, like you can have a relationship with someone in Iran or someone mm. in Australia. You can literally have a full on relationship, and it has um, made our world kind of like um, one love. You know, it's like connects people of all different cultures, um, different regional living, and I think mm. that that's it's a good time to be alive. Yeah, we have a lot of a lot of access. It's just a good time to connect. Like we have right. we have so much access to being able to connect. We really have no excuses. We can't run away. We're like, no. Where have you a bad been? Connection. You didn't. I was in the I was in the forest of Bali with bonobos, yes. rubbing rubbing yes. bonobos. We, we did not. We did not. I did not have FaceTime in, with the bonobos. So that's my sex life update. Oh. What about you? What you got? Oh my! She has a lot. She's gonna have a lot more sex. Than I've been having a lot of sex for sure, which is great because um, <clears throat> I now have a. A partner, and it's been really cool. I mean, obviously, it's still super new. Still getting to learn each other's bodies and and um, get to learn about you know what each other enjoys and what brings um, an orgasm on. It's funny because uh, definitely, it's more for the past few months or a year and a half since I separated from my husband and divorced my husband. Um, definitely was like sex for me was always more like fucking. It wasn't this connected thing. A couple times there's unconnected space where I've been really feeling like all the all the loves. But with this particular um, partnership, you know, it's obviously really connected. So it feels good. And I'm not as like into fucking. I want to make the love. Mm. And um, so it's been different, but it's been amazing. And I really have felt like um, he's trying to figure out. Uh, my Rubik's cube and like what, what sets me off. And it's been a slow process, which I'm like, Hey, it's about the journey. It's not all about uh, the destination. So uh, I think that it's, it's been special. I, I like, I like the sex. It's special. I'm smiling. I'm happy. I'm feeling really good. She has a big smile on her face. I'm kind of, I'm like, I'm kind of in love. No, I kind of, she's in love. I'm in love. <laughs> um, I'm feeling it for sure. Feeling like all the goodies. And I really, I, you know, I set my intention out, um, months ago about what I was looking for in a partner. And I was, I, I and I don't know if I've talked about this before. I know we've talked about it personally, Amy and I outside of the podcast, but I'd set my intentions about, I don't know, two or three months ago about, what I wanted in a partner. I wrote it down specifically 
I did my affirmation. I would read it to some of my friends. Like, this is what I'm looking for. I'm not going to settle for anything less. And this particular person really checks off every single thing, which is funny because the universe, I feel like just gave me the person I'm looking for. And sexually speaking, I think like our sex is really great. I know it's just going to keep getting better and better and better and better. Um, and it's been awesome. Like we've had some really amazing sessions, but, um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm happy. I'm glowing. I'm feeling great. The thing is I've been traveling so much. So, um, the awesome thing about traveling so much is that it makes you miss the person. So when you miss the person and you come back, the sex is all charged up and exciting. And, uh, you know, you just want to bang it out right away and like get to that level and then like connect. And, um, I, yeah, that's, it's been kind of nice missing, um, him and not being fully, present the whole time being away from each other and we haven't had the facetime sexy time but that's because i've always been around people um but i don't know i'm really into it we haven't even started dirty talking yet which is something i really love to do mm-hmm. so there's all these tools that i'm going to use later on i'm like hey it's a it's all you know it's a process so i think i'm in it when you're in it for like the like the longer haul i never like to say you know forever i don't i don't do the forever thing that's a lot of pressure i can't get a tattoo for that reason <laughs> um but i'm like you know the long term like there's some longevity involved i feel like there's time to figure each other out and there's time to um i don't know see what they're what see what each one likes but I don't know. Is that a sex life update or is that? That's definitely a sex life update. Okay. Yeah. Um, so my sex is good. Yeah. Haven't really even used toys yet, which I'm really excited about too, uh, to incorporate some toy play because he's into all the things. So I'm excited for all the things. And it's like all the things. All the things. <laughs> so yeah, that's what's happening with me. I'm totally charged up. Sex be good. Oh, I had period sex. That's interesting. Oh, how is that? Juicy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like. You know, because I hadn't seen him in a while, and then uh, I'm all, sorry, yo, like, I got my period. If you're not into that, I'm into all the things, so it doesn't matter, like, Mm -hmm. but it's all about what you're comfortable with, and he was like, all right, let's do it. I was like, sweet. (laughs) He's like, I could feel your cervix. I thought, I was like, yeah, you could. Cervix does go down a little lower when you're waiting. Yeah, yeah, it definitely dropped down, and I could feel it, too. He's like, it, like, suction around the head. I was like, sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. It was, it was awesome, so, but it was definitely, you know, it's, uh, I have no shame. I was like, I have no shame. It's my blood. It's natural. Um. With the white sheets, definitely had to get bleached out. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> uh, but it was really fun. Um, and sometimes, depending on when I have sex with my period, which, you know, previously, I, I had, when I was in a, you know, um, a marriage, we had sex on the period from time to time. And sometimes it would hurt just because of the position and the, the cervix drops down. But this time, it, it was really great. So, um, obviously, I always voice it. I'm like, whoa, if it's painful, I, I, I want out. Like, pull, mm-hmm. the, pull the drawstring, the ripcord. <laughs> get out of there. Or the tampoon string. <laughs> Don't pull that. Don't pull that. <laughs> the cool thing is, which I want to shout out about um, the uh, like menstrual cups, because one thing I have to say, like I would love to wear a menstrual cup because it makes like pussy eating better when you don't have a tampoon string you know you always give me because you can put the menstrual cup up there because the tampoon i call it a tampoon because it's like harpooning your your pussy it's like tampoon (laughs) 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 but the menstrual cup you can actually have you can have um oral pleasure and there's no nothing's in the way you know what else i learned that's interesting strippers if they wear tampoons they cut the string um, I used to do that all the time. And oh, I'm not a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but that's a stripper secret. 
I learned. I don't think it's a secret. <laughs> it, well, it's knowledge that I didn't know. Oh, okay. And I love that kind of knowledge. I'm like, really? That's so cool. Yeah, you can cut the string or you can just kind of shove it up inside of you. The, the menstrual cups are awesome, though. Yeah. They're, they make things so much easier. Fun uh, Factory just came out with um, menstrual cups, They're too. making their own? Oh. They're making their own, and the, it's med- medical grade silicone from Germany. Oh. So they just launched their at this trade show. And I actually helped with the product development when I was working for them. So that was pretty cool. And I tested some. So that's when I got into menstrual cups until I had to go get one surgically removed because my vagina isn't designed for that kind of thing. Oh, really? What happened? It got turned around upside down. And I was like in the bathroom bearing down trying to get that thing out. And I was like, my fingers aren't long enough. It was that far back? It was flipped upside down. It was like this thing called a fem cup, which is had like a, a hook, like a, not a hook, like a, a handle on it, but it got flipped upside down. So I couldn't grab onto it. It was too slippery. Mm. So I went to the doctor and he's like, how did you manage that? I was like, I just put it in. Like I did the normal thing. And so, yeah, he was like, you are so funny. Cause the last time I was in there, I was like, I had a threesome and I just wanted to get a stid check. And he was like, April, your life is so funny. I was like, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she's she knows how to have a good time, except for with the cups. So don't stress out about the cups. That's like one in a million. He said. I was like, do you ever see this? He's like, no, no, I don't. Well, the other so the other cool thing about the menstrual cups is they make it so like they're reusable, so you don't have to keep throwing away tampons. And with tampons, I feel like they like sex become or not sex like peri- periods bleeding menstrual blood becomes this dirty thing. You know, throw it away. Just get rid of it. Like we don't even want to look at it. Like it absorbs the blood, throw it in the garbage. We have nothing to do with it. And the menstrual cup, it's this thing that suctions to your cervix. It collects the blood for you and then you take it out and you dump the blood out. And so you actually get to see what's going on and to me, it just feels like it's more of a connected process as opposed to, like, it's this dirty, shameful thing that we want to pretend like it's not happening. Because that, to me, is kind of crazy. that we. And I understand if people don't want other people's period blood on them, like, that's fine. Maybe period sex isn't for you. But the fact that we, we have so much shame around menstrual blood and that it's, like, this continuous, like, red tent mentality of, like, right. like go, go pretend like it's not here. We don't want to see it. We don't want to deal with it. It's, it's dirty. It's gross. But it's... it's You're wh- ashamed to buy tampons like, at the store or something? Women I, I are mean, doing this shit monthly. Right. Like, let's get used to it. It's a part of it. Right. Yeah. And plus, putting something that's bleached, like, I learned this because I try to use organic tampons as much as possible, but a bleached cotton up inside of you is really unhealthy for you well it's a mucus membrane absorbs everything exactly. you put in there and it fibers too because some of the fibers are released because it's obviously designed so it expands so it's fibrous so that can actually make your periods um heavier flow it can also give you cramp like make your cramps worse so think about it if you're um a period haver and you're listening you menstruate um try one of the menstrual cups check it out because um, and that's not a, that's not a shameless pitch. This is just something I honestly wish I could wear a menstrual cup. I'm just, uh, I have PTSD from two experiences. I'm <laughs> no, having, no, she's yeah. like that. well, my sister once had to stick a toothbrush out my vagina to get the other one out when I used it like a year ago. Oh, what? what you, you, because she was like, we need to break the seal. I was like, what do we break the seal with? She's like, just took a toothbrush. It was kind of comical. And my nephew walked in, he's five. He was like, Oh my God, what's happening? I was like, don't worry about it. Get out of here. <laughs> I just keep getting the visual of Chris Ryan with the pencil and the cat. And the cat. Oh, my, oh God. my God. That was funny. Oh, God. Um, uh, we actually just got menstrual cups in Pure Pleasure. We got oh, uh, with cool. a brand, I think it's Lunette, which is nice. Everyone thinks of Diva Cup. Diva Cup, in my opinion, not my favorite because it's really thick silicone. And also, they're made in China, which they don't regulate silicone oh, products yeah. in China. So you have to be careful about um, 
in my opinion, just working for medical grade silicone companies that yeah. produce toys. You, you want to make sure. Stuff. Right. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know about the manufacturing of the Luna. I've heard good things because it's thinner silicone. So um, if you're interested in knowing more about that, then you, we have them at uh, Pure Pleasure. You can go to purepleasureshop.com because they should be there. Check it out. Get yourself a menstrual Check cup. It, yo. And that's kind of a good, I mean, we're, this is all female sexual pleasure because menstruation is a part of it. Um, so I'm glad we covered that because now we can drive and in, dive yeah. into female. And if you pleasure. haven't tried period sex, check it out. Just try it out. It could be a new experience for you. Feel that cervix up in there getting lowered. Feel that. Feel the things. Yeah, it's always good to check out what you're working with. I know. Why hey. not? I like my period blood. Oh, hey. <laughs> Throw a sheet down. Wait, you know what? You know, doesn't Liberator make like a nice... Oh, waterproof blanket. Waterproof blanket that you yeah. can throw down and then it's, you can just throw it in the washing machine afterward. Yeah. Also good for female ejaculation. It's great. Yeah, it just collects everything. You pour a whole cup of water on that thing. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Not absorbent. That way it's you're... the fascinator. Throw. We have those at Pure Pleasure too. Oh, see? There you go. Uh-huh. Look at that. Hey. I need one. Can I get one? Later? Yeah, we'll get, hook you up with one. Sweet. Yeah, you take good care of you. All right, perfect. Just preparing for the future. Yes, why not? A period sex. She's getting one and ejaculation. And ejaculation, which... Did you, did you do it? Not yet. Oh. You know what's funny? So in the Caribbean, I female ejaculated easily with this person that I'm now dating. Um, and ever since then, it's been harder to happen. And I don't know if... Um, I don't know. It's, it's been a buildup slowly. And it's, it's interesting because I can feel it coming. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) But it hasn't happened yet, so I'm working on it. Um, You know, just working on drinking all the fluids to get it ready. Well, on that note, let's do this a little (laughs) backwards and let's talk about female ejaculation. Okay. And since you're already doing that, I mean, normally we go in and, like, talk about, like, building the energy and all that and blah, blah, blah. But female ejaculation. So, um it's still debated if it's real or not, which it's irritates me. Real? Yeah, it's e- real. Every woman I know that ejaculates is like, it's fucking different than peeing And people. a female ejaculate, it's interesting because it, it's it's basically like clear, maybe a little bit of color, like a little bit of... Well, it has traces of urea in it because right. female ejaculate comes out of the urethra. Fun fact, everyone, so does male ejaculate. And male ejaculate... If, if so, that guy just goes pee, you know, goes pee, and then he ejaculates, he, there's going to be traces of urine in it because there's traces of urine that was left in the urethra. But we're not freaking out about his ejaculate, are we? So female no. ejaculate, same thing. You know, it's a spongy tissue. If you look at it like, anatomically, um, there's a spongy tissue that surrounds the urethra to protect it. That's the um, urethral sponge, and. And so when you get aroused, blood flows into your genitals. So it fills up this area with blood and you get engorged and juicy. And this spongy tissue absorbs the water out of your bloodstream. It's like literally when you take a sponge to water, it just soaks it up. That's what it's doing. It's filling up with water. And then when you get, um, when either when you press into it through G-spot stimulation or if you have an orgasm, um, you can actually expel that fluid. Think of just squeezing a sponge. You know, you're pressing into it, squeezing a sponge. Either your muscles are doing it for you when you have an orgasm, that clenching of the pelvic floor, or pressing into the G-spot and it just presses into that and then it can expel fluid. And so... To me, knowing that on like a physiological level, there's some really good books that talk about it, like um, The Women's Anatomy of Arousal, really great book. We have that at Pure Pleasure, too. It's the first book I've ever read that actually talks about female ejaculation on an anatomical level, because most of their books are like, it's beautiful, Almerita, you know, which is great, but we want to we know what's happening here. I have to say, when I first female ejaculated... It was with the with the magic wand, mm-hmm. um, because on, on the clitoris, on the clitoris yeah. externally. But what what I what I feel 
that triggered it was because I was using kegel balls for like a couple of, I don't know if it was like a month or two months, just building up the pelvic floor strength. Um, which I think that cause that muscle is in control of so many things. I link my female ejaculation story to my pelvic floor strength, which I think mm-hmm. physiologically speaking, that's like totally helpful. Well, well orgasm, orgasmically speaking. So what's happening when you have a genital based orgasm is the, the genitals, the, um, the pelvic floor, the pubococcygeus muscle, um, which is on the pelvic floor and vulva owners have it and penis owners have it too. It contracts, but if those muscles are weak, the contraction is going to be weaker. It's just, they're not, there's not as much muscle structure to move. If those muscles are strong, then your, your orgasm is going to be stronger. So yeah, if your pelvic floor is really strong, your orgasm is going to be stronger and there's more muscle strength that's going to squeeze the, squeeze that sponge, the urethral sponge to expel. And my theory about magic wands um, there, it's such a deep thudding vibration. It's so powerful. You put it on the clitoris. It vibrates so deep beyond just the head of the clitoris and it vibrates deep into the body. Like it, it's almost like it's that powerful that I feel like it's actually vibrating that G spot tissue. Makes and sense. then you have the orgasm and it just contracts and then ex- you expel the fluid. I can feel when it's going to happen too. I'm like, Oh, it's going to, it's, it's happening. It's yeah. all happening. Um, but I think that if you're interested in female ejaculation and it, you know, that hasn't, you haven't, it hasn't happened for you. Check out some kegel balls. Start with some kegel balls. Yeah, build um, up the muscle. Build structure. up that muscle, and then that muscle strength, right? Yeah. And then um, check it out. And if it still hasn't happened, try the magic wand with because it's so powerful. Or the queen bee. Yeah, yeah. Hot oh, yeah, octopus makes the queen bee one. because yeah. it's finally released. Finally, the queen bee is available. But um, it's the same thuddy, um, oscillating rumbly vibration but it's oscillation deep so you'll get it deep inside and it's very small it's more compact than the magic wand so queen bee um it's happened with me with the queen bee too but it's such a new um toy that everyone else probably hasn't had the same experience hasn't had the chance to have the same experience because it's just getting to market it's just out. And so some other things about how to ejaculate. I mean, there's the, that whole part of it is like the stimulation piece, but there's some bigger pieces there. Um, one relaxation. If you're uptight, like literally you're, you're not relaxed. You're kind of like clenching your muscles. Um, maybe you're not feeling safe or, you know, with a partner, like, I mean, not safe, like they're going to kill you, but safe, just like, (laughs) not like that, but safe. Like, um, you just don't fully trust them. You're not fully connected with them. It might be hard to ejaculate. It's also get out of your head space. Get out of your head. Yeah. Get into your your pussy. Get out of your head and into your pussy. Be like, oh, this feels good. Well, and if you're worried also about like, but what if it's pee and what if I pee? Um, getting rid of that fear, that insecurity. And there's ways to do that. One, have a conversation with your partner. Like, okay, so I want to learn how to ejaculate. get a towel. Yeah. Well, I want, first the conversation, like I want to learn how to ejaculate and I'm a little worried about this. Like what if it's pee and just get clear on like, it probably isn't because it's pretty hard to pee when you're aroused. And we all know what it feels like to pee. Like when we start peeing, it flows. It's pretty hard to stop. It just right. keeps flowing. Right. When you ejaculate, it's actually, and they, they call it squirting, right? But for most people, it's gushing. It's like little puddles of boom, boom, boom that comes out. Mine's not, it doesn't literally squirt. Like yeah. it's not like a, like a f- I couldn't, yeah. you know, write my name in the snow with it. It's like a gush. Yeah. It's like a, it's a, a flow out. Yeah. And it will come out in little gushes. This feels very, very different than what peeing, peeing feels like. And so just create that safety of, and then laying, like April said, laying down towels or waterproof blanket or something like that. Um, just to create some more whatever. And no shame about it. Feel awesome yeah. about it. Like, yes, this yeah. is my body created this. And there's actually people don't even know um, 
really like science hasn't really been able to determine what ejaculate is made of. Like, yeah, well, there's not a lot of money behind testing. There was somehow money behind that little study of like a group of seven women in France that they were like, and we conclude that it is just pee, which is because <laughs> no. there's traces of urine in it, which is going to happen. But again, there's traces of urine in male ejaculate. So, so you're creating scientific, like an anomaly with your body. Yeah, which this is, is pretty one cool. reason why there's that that um, OMGS. So OMGS is this online program that um, is super awesome, and what it is is research based. And so what they did was they they interviewed a thousand women and asked them how they like to pleasure themselves. You know, how did you discover how you like to pleasure yourself and get an, have an orgasm? And they narrowed it down to all these different categories. And season one, so it's an online season. You just watch these these seasons of videos. Season one is just external external stimulation, so vulva and clitoral. And it has all these categories, so one would be like edging, another one would be consistency. You know, one woman's like, I like consistency in the same spot on my clit right here on the left-hand side. And another woman, another woman's like, that would drive me crazy. I like edging. I like to build it up and then like not give me myself the orgasm right away. And so they have all these videos where it's these interviews with these women, and they're telling you how they like to pleasure themselves, and they actually show you in this little video, very tasteful. They're not touching them. They're naked. They're showing you on their bodies, but they're not touching for pleasure. They're just like literally showing you. Um, and then he has even on some of them a little module where you can practice on a close-up of their vulva, like practice with the mouse, the strokes, and it gives you feedback. And this one isn't on female ejaculation, but this is a great way for folks who own a vulva and they want to learn more about their vulva, like how to try new pleasure techniques, or maybe they don't understand their bodies, or for vulva admirers who want to learn how to pleasure a vulva, it's really great for that. But these season one, when you buy season one, that money automatically goes towards season two, and season two is actually going to be research on female ejaculation, G-spot. So there actually will be real money and research going towards female ejaculation. Which is amazing. Finally. I want to support that yeah. for sure. Yeah, I'm super excited OMG about that. OMG, yes. Yeah, omgs.com. It's awesome. I highly suggest checking it out. Um, oh, so the other things about female ejaculation, though, um, besides relaxation, the towel thing, um, also on the other side of the G spot, G area tissue is the bladder. And so what happens is when you're pressing into it from G spot stimulation, quite often it feels like a lot of pressure in your bladder. And so a lot of times people feel like they have to pee. If that's what you feel like, if you have a full bladder, of course, go pee. But for most people, that's actually the initial phases of you're going to ejaculate. So actually going with it, just being like, all right, I'm going to go with it. This feels different. feels maybe a little uncomfortable because it's new. And if you keep pressing with it, then you might actually be able to ejaculate. Like that's kind of like the sign that it's right around and the you corner. You definitely need to drink a lot of fluids. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be well hydrated as well. Yeah. Um, it's a big part of it. If you're not yeah. hydrated, it's not going to happen. Right. So yeah. if you are into getting down with the female ejaculation station, mm-hmm. go get, get, get your fluids on. Yeah, go drink your water. Drink some water. And the last tip would be, um, to bear down. So like if it feels like you're about to ejaculate and you you know right right at that time to actually push out as if you're like I like the expel when you're releasing the kegel, right? So you know when you clench the pelvic floor to do a kegel exercise, when you release and push out the pelvic floor, that's like bearing down. You can do that and it actually can help to expel the fluid too. So there's a lot of options out there um, and, and techniques to learn, but it's definitely possible. And on that note, let's talk about orgasm. Orgasm! Because ejacu- <clears throat> female ejaculation can go hand in hand with orgasm, and it can also be its own thing and not be an orgasm. So it can actually be, and it feels different. It feels more like a release. Like you have this pressure built up, and now you have this release of fluid, and it just feels like a nice release. So that can be its own thing. Or it can go hand in hand with a genital contraction orgasm too. So they can be two separate things, and they can also. My go orgasms hand in hand. usually come in twos. With with what? What does that mean? <clears throat> like I'll have one, 
especially if it's a female ejaculation, then I'll want another one back to back. So uh, I'll be like, oh, um, one's one's great, but I like the twos. It's like it's like you opened up the door for more. Like we have one now, let's have another. Right. Well, that's what I also love about being, you know, owning a vulva and being able to um, have multiple orgasms. No refractory period. Right. Yeah, that's so awesome. back to back, I'm yeah. just like, ooh, sometimes it's stack them up. Sometimes my clitoris is too sensitive to oh, like yeah. use toys or to go back to that. But a lot of times if it's a, an ejaculation, I can also have a second orgasm right after. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On that, that let's, let's talk about the, the clitoris. The, clitoris. Do you say, is it clitoris or clitoris? I was going to say, I don't know. I'm not a clitoris person, but I like the Taurus. I like the Taurus like too. Right, right. <laughs> Mess with the bull, you're going to get the horn. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So the fun fact about the clitoris, um, it has about 8,000 nerve endings, and that's twice as much as that of the penis. Hey. Wow. Now, with that said, what we see on the clitoris, the part that was just like the little nub with the with the clitoral hood, that is only like the beginning part. That's the head of the clitoris. clitoris. The clitoris actually extends back. So there's a whole shaft that actually extends back and then connects to that G-spot, G-area tissue. And then there's clitoral legs. So if you take your fingers up kind of in like a wishbone shape, like your pointer and middle finger, there's like that's the, their whole clitoral structure is a lot more than meets the eye. Those clitoral legs actually extend down back behind the labia majora. Um, so you have a huge clitoral structure with a whole bunch of tissue over it. But whenever you're rubbing vulva, you're essentially rubbing over clitoris too. And the clitoris, when you're touching a clitoris, most people actually don't like having the, the head of the clitoris because it's so sensitive. It's usually like the back of the shaft, like a little bit behind. So like on the clitoral hood, just not like directly on the head. Or if it's on the head, it's like only at certain points. But if you put mo- most of your focus on the head, it might be too much. Right. Yeah. A little intense. Makes sense. Yeah. So clitoris, this is the only body part that has been designed for uh, just for sexual pleasure. Like that's all it does is it just, it's just for pleasure. All the other body parts on humans, they have other purposes, but the clitoris is awesome because it's just there for pleasure. Oh. I know. Isn't it cool? It's just a pleasure. It's like your pleasure switch. It's your pleasure switch. And so we constantly get these questions from women are like, why can't I have vaginal orgasms? I don't have orgasms when I have sex. Um, it's probably because the sex that you're having isn't accessing your clitoris. It's probably more like porn star sex where it is, um, you know, penis in and out, in and out, in and out. That's why you get the, you got to get your grind on. Yeah. It's all about grinding so that the clitoris gets hit, you know, the clitoral tissue, um, the labia, you know, the labia minora, there's a lot of nerve endings there. So those like to be stimulated, but if you're literally just doing a thrusting in and out, you're missing all the good spots. And so the porn, that's why porn is the worst educator on how to have sex because that's how, what they're showing. There's a whole bunch of in and out stuff as opposed – and that's not what vulvas love. I, I reached a negotiation about the I, – I, I'm always like, okay, I know you enjoy pounding or the, the in and out. I enjoy the grinding. Let's do 50-50. Yeah. And that's always a win-win. It's like pound grind, pound grind. Pound grind because I for sure need um, – I need the – I like being on top and getting the, the grind on. So my clitoris – clitoris I think can that, get a uh, lot of access. I think a lot of grinding in the beginning as you're getting aroused and turned on and then like moving to more like thrusting when you're completely turned on because also thrusting, like penetration and thrusting doesn't feel that great until you're fully aroused because then the cervix lifts up to make room. If you're not fully aroused and then you insert something inside of you and you start thrusting, it'll hit the cervix because the cervix is super low. So that's another thing to consider. Like the slower movements, and this is another thing that I just... Whenever I teach this workshop, the, my um, female sexual pleasure one-on-one workshop, I always say, go slower than slow and then slower than that. Like whatever the fuck you think slow is, 
Go slower than that and do that for a long time. And this is, includes using your fingers, this includes using your mouth, and this includes using a penis or a dildo, all of the above. Um, for the first whatever it is, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes of touching a vulva, um, slower than slow and with a lot of intention and presence and a lot of lubrication goes a long way because you need to really warm up this part of the body so it's ready and fully rest to receive more if you're going towards more. Never ever starting with just fast, vigorous movement. I don't know one vulva that wants that. Do you know any vulvas that want that? No. Right from the bat, just like, no, 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 no. No, no not even externally. Warm up. Than you have to slow. warm up the space. You yeah. need to be like, hi, hi, how are you? Yeah. What's happening? And, uh, you know, and lube is so important. Oh I know we've God. talked about lube many times, but lube is so important because it's skin and it's externally you need just a little bit of lubrication like anything like a well-oiled um engine you need to be to make sure you're giving it enough space to work with where it can kind of float around and feel good well and then there's that shame with the lube of like i don't need that why should i need that my pussy should lubricate itself or my partner's pussy should lubricate itself there's this idea um that that should be true and that's actually bullshit uh, there's a great book called Come As You Are that talks oh, about yeah, this. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. It's brilliant and talks about this idea of called arousal non-concordance, meaning what we think um, or the, the, the what our body does is supposed to match um, our arousal level, and it doesn't always do that, right? So an example would be uh, erections. Penis owners are getting erections all the time and they're not even aroused. It happens all the time. They wake up and they're aroused. They get their boner in the middle of the night. It doesn't mean that they're having sexy dreams and they want to fuck. Um, and so the same thing with vaginal lubrication. You can get a whole bunch of vaginal lubrication based on hormones or whatever and not be aroused. Or you can be fully aroused and not get a lot of vaginal lubrication because hormones play a big part of it. We, we talked about this on our pussy praising we did okay um, yeah, podcast did. but for sure i yeah. mean just to like to get in there you, you it's all depending on what did you have to drink that day yeah. what did you i mean there's so many variables where are you in your cycle where are you in your cycle yeah. right um is either i mean are you on an antihistamine yeah. like you know there's so many yeah, different things stuffed up. but You're, yeah this is why lube is always a great option because then it doesn't matter it doesn't matter whether the, the time of the month with your hormones doesn't matter any of that stuff if you're on antihistamines there's lube to the rescue no matter what and it's not to say, like, lube isn't an excuse to not do all the foreplay arousal things. Like, definitely still do all of that stuff and add some great lube. Uber lube. Right. Yeah. And feel like, shame-free about how your pussy smells. Mm -hmm. And because that's something that I had, you know, a lot of shame around. I, like, I'm like, oh, I'm, af I'm afraid that, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stinky. I'm, like, I don't know. I think it came from a previous experience somehow about shaming my pussy smell. But now I'm like, I like my pussy smell. And the other day, there was like a, a whole, um, you know, oral session and then went up for the for the mouth kiss and I was like mmm citrusy I taste like citrus <laughs> I taste delicious I taste delicious he's I like you really love it. yourself I was like that's right mm -hmm. as I should yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. get my pussy juice I love it in my face yeah like maybe I, I drank a lot of lemonade oh yeah. lemonade yeah <laughs> I don't even like lemonade I'm kind of thirsty for some lemonade Ooh. right now it's a little hot outside <laughs> and the ice cold lemonade it is hot outside yeah it's, it's nice. nice it's hot in here too it's not it's not it's, we've had worse yeah we have yeah we're snuggling okay so let's see what else where else should we go um so I would like to say uh I let's see let's talk about starting with because we kind of went backwards here a little bit um, just on the note of like the foreplay-ish slash and foreplay, foreplay, I, th I think ha not has like a bad rep, but 
But the more foreplay, the better. When I say foreplay, it's just anything but fucking penetration. And a lot of people just get stuck in this mode, especially if you're in a long-term relationship. The dry humping is amazing. Oh, my God, dry humping Dry is humping, wonderful. like, pretend you're... Even if you're in a relationship you're for 10 years. You're in a middle school situation. Yeah. Yes, it's so much fun. With your clothes on, just, like, touching each other. It's or super or fun. Or just making out. Or just making out yeah. for a while. And then just, like, I don't know. I love, though, a little dry hump session just to change it up on the couch. Like, you're watching a movie. I, I know a lot of women that are in long-term relationships, like, married with children. And I, I remember telling like one one of them that you know I was somewhere with my partner and that we just like made out for a half an hour and they were like, I want to make out. I was like, Why don't you do make it. out? But they just don't make out anymore because that's what happens with all tongue. Time. Do like the yeah. French kiss with tongue. Dedicate a night to just like all we're gonna do is make out. Tonight. Right, the, and, and put no sex, sex off the table. Yeah. Just take sex off the table yeah. and just do like uh, a seriously junior high sesh, like yeah. a little a little maybe titty touch. Oh, I just I touched your nipples. Uh, and then like I do love just like the dry hump. So that's I used to do that. But back in when I was married, in yeah. a, you know, a monogamous situation just to change it up because it added an extra element that was so different. And it was so hot. I was mm. like, this is so hot. Pussies love it. Yeah. And, it and then just, it usually ended up we'd have sex in the end anyway. Yeah. But Well, you can do that. And <laughs> I mean, which we're saying, maybe try not, but you, if you want to, whatever you want, whatever you want. But as long as you try to get the make out, if that's what you're looking for. I mean, just, just doing things that warm up the body, get you fully in your body and fully aroused. And then it makes all the other things much more... Um, enjoyable. You makes it so that you're more present for it. Your body is more prepared for it. Um, I also hear a lot of complaints from people in long-term relationships that um, now that they figure out each other's bodies, it's like only their their lips, nipples, and genitals get touched. The rest of the body is forgotten. So don't forget to rub the rest of the body. Kiss all over the body, like around the belly and the neck. Scratch and the, back. the back. Like mm. like do like a gentle touching of the back. Or I love that. I think that mm. um, yeah, kiss all over. I love it. my my partner will randomly sometimes just like I'll be sitting in a place where my foot is somehow raised, and so he has access to my feet, and he'll just bend down and kiss the top of my foot. Like That's I'm like so hot. I'm like a goddess. I'm that like, is beautiful. Oh my god! You yeah. are a goddess. I'm baby. a fucking goddess. Fucking unicorn <laughs> goddess. We're unicorns. Unicorns. Yeah. You better respect that. <laughs> oh yeah. I do like a little toe sucking. I have to say. Ooh, yes, you do. Uh, I've actually seen her toe suck before. Yeah, <laughs> full on, yeah. full on. Uh, even even if they've been in shoes all day, I'm like, here you go. What do you think about that? Mm, like, how do you like all me now? Day. <laughs> all day. I mean, I don't demand it ever. I'm just like, uh, it does turn me on, especially when. Um, it's unexpected. Just like I, I wasn't, you know, um, calling for it. It just sort of happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, try that. Maybe, maybe you have a foot fetish that you never knew about. I wouldn't call mine a fetish. I just think it's fun mm-hmm. because it feels like you do. You feel like you're a queen. Yeah, yeah. There is something about the, the foot praise that makes you feel like a queen. Yeah, yeah. Now feed me some grapes. I mean, maybe I'll get a pedicure. You know, if there's like a lot of shoe walking one day. Don't shame her stinky feet. No, my <laughs> feet are not stinky. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's see. What about G-spots? G- G-spots. G-spots. That's when we kind of talked about that because that goes hand-in-hand with female ejaculation. Um, okay, how to find a G-spot. So, first of all, the G-spot is not an up and in and around a corner and down like this crazy dark dark maze of a cave. Um, it's actually only about a half a finger's length in. Like two so and a half inches? It's six yeah, centimeters. Yeah, it looks about right. Was it centimeters? Who, who works in centimeters We could anymore? go global with this podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, that's true. Centimeters. Are, okay, for all y'all who use centimeters... 
Um, for, and then we got the inches. Just so you all know, we have a dog in the room. So and he's hear, licking my arm right yeah. now, like heavily. If you hear any weird noises, that's what's going on. Oh my god! April's getting him licks this whole time. <laughs> yep, pretty much. He's like, I'm gonna play a praise your passe. <laughs> no, he's, <laughs> he's not on a passe. He's definitely not close. I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so about a half a finger's length in, and then it's curved up towards the pubic bone. So that's why people always have kind of like the come hither motion when they're talking about G spot stimulation, or when you look at G spot toys, they have a curve. So you can stick your fingers in a vulva and this is another thing when you're putting in a vagina in a in a vagina well vulvas yeah in a vagina when you're putting your fingers into an orifice whether it's your own or someone else's i suggest first of all we already talked about lube and going slow but almost letting this orifice invite you in so quite often we're kind of forceful we're like i'm ready to get in so i'm just gonna push it in instead of that i invite people to like so say this i have my hand right now cuffed as in a little loop like it's a vulva um let your fingers rest outside of it just without even moving them. It's kind of like letting them say hello. So you're just lightly kind of like pressing into the vulva, but you're not pressing all the way. It's just to the outside of it. So it's still vulva because we're on the outside. And then slowly, you'll slowly start to kind of like push them in a little bit, with a, but not with a lot of force. And you'll feel the vulva open up. Now you're in the vagina and it's letting you and you'll slowly guide, glide in. But you're doing it when it's ready. Like it, you'll, with enough lubrication, you'll just kind of glide in. And I call that kind of like being invited in because so many vulvas are used to just something just being kind of shoved in there. And maybe not shoved, but it's a, there's a little more force as opposed to this like slow I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to honor you in this way and take my time and not just like try to rush things so that we can get from point A to point B. And then when you're in, if you're trying to go for some G-spot stuff, curving up and in, so you curl your fingers up towards the pubic bone, so towards the belly button, and you can just do like a come hither thing really, really slowly. In fact, I, before you do that, I recommend curving the fingers up and just kind of resting them on the G-spot. And the G-spot is um, kind of like a spongy tissue on the top of the um, of the vaginal canal that feels like almost like the roof of your mouth, but much more spongy. And so you push into it and just let the fingers kind of rest there like a hello. And then maybe do a little tapping. So just kind of tap them up and down, up and down. And then maybe starting to do a little back and forth movement. So just kind of gliding over the G-spot and maybe then trying to do some come hither motion um, with your fingers to stimulate the G-spot and always starting slow, 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 like super slow for like five minutes, maybe even 10 minutes and then speeding it up and then checking in. Like, how does this feel? Do you want more pressure? Do you want less pressure? Um, checking in with what's happening with the person that you're stimulating and then going from there as opposed to just going in and milking that thing really hard like you see in porn. They're just like, no, 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 no. Not what most – maybe they'll like that eventually, but that's like minute 10 or 15. Right. Yeah. And then I, definitely you want to go slow and then get – for me, when I they like to start slow and then using um, – the hands or the hands of um, the person that's stimulating me to kind of pound the clitoris out a little bit. That helps like arousal, I think. When you say pound, what does that I mean? I like the word pound. Okay. Now, um, when I think pound, I think you're punching it. Almost uh, like the come hither, but then I don't know. There's some like fingers also resting on the, the clitoris to give you like some external stimulation. Uh, so as you have fingers as inside. You, yeah, right. Yeah. So okay. there's like an all in, all inclusive situation happening. So it's probably not pounding. No, not pounding. Eventually you could say it pounding. Like, I, I, like the juices get flowing when you start. Um, Is it like a, like a smack or like a graze? I, I, God, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the best verb for this. This would be a lot easier if we could show everyone. I know. It would be. It's, <laughs> it's kind of hard. I mean, pound is an, is an overuse of, of what I'm talking about. So, um, pound, I think this. 
<laughs> yeah, that can happen. <laughs> That's like when you're really, really, really right. warmed up. But after yeah, five or ten minutes, um, which or, sounds or like twenty or twenty, right? <laughs> well, it depends on yeah who you are. If you're just yeah. if you're new to this, definitely just go slow, slow, slow. But then eventually, um, you may want more. Hey, so you've actually um, not only I mean we've had people go down on us, but you've actually gone down on some vulvas. Two. What was that like? Two different vulvas? Yeah. Or maybe three. Tell me about that. How, how was that? Like, what, did, what kind of techniques did you do? So what did you do? How was it? The first, so I was um, in a relationship with a, with a female-bodied individual um, when I was, I think, 19 to 21. And I always, um, it was really interesting because I had a lot of experience with um, having my pussy eaten between, like, my high school days. I never had, I was, like, only had sex with one um, you know, PIV, penis and vagina sex with one person. So, um, but that my second relationship was with, was with a woman and it was interesting because she taught me so much about my own vulva, but it was really cool. Like we were communicating. Um, I think like it was a lot of, I mean, God, it was so long ago now, but it was a lot of like fingers and we never used toys. Um, toys weren't even in my repertoire back then. So it was all like mouths and fingers and we do a lot of grinding on each other, a lot of humping which is really fun. Um, but I learned a lot about what I wanted in, in my, when my, um, pussy was being eaten, um, by eating her pussy. Mm. So it was really cool. A lot of, a lot of tongue action, but like soft tongue was really something that she was into. Every vulva is different. Every vulva prefers something else, but it was a lot of, you know, hands and, tongue at the same time so you're getting the full experience oh so there's like a tongue kind of working around the clitoris and then fingers inside yes. the and then sometimes thing. sticking the tongue inside the, mm-hmm. the vaginal opening mm-hmm. and then doing um but it was always it was always really fun and it was always uh, no no toys which mm-hmm. is so funny looking back and then moving forward i had like this you know threesome it was like a foursome with um my ex-husband and um met this girl at the pool <laughs> <laughs> You had a pool party. We had a pool party in Palm Springs, and it was very unexpected. But there were a lot of greyhounds involved, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, it was it was pretty interesting because it had been a long time since that experience of eating my first pussy, and uh, it was totally different. And it was a lot of again, um, just a lot of doing what I kind of like, which is soft tongue, then m- making sure the hand is involved, like prep the area, going back to the tongue and then licking it gently. I think gently is probably the best advice that I could give when asking, how does this feel? Mm-hmm. Do you like this? But I have to say like, I, I think that I'm better at getting my pussy eaten mm-hmm. by than giving. Than Wait, the, yeah. I mean, oh. I'm love to give, yeah, yeah. but, um, I, I think that in my experiences, um, uh, I can be a pillow princess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to lay here. You do me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, then there was also an, uh, an older woman that... Uh, Mrs. Robinson? <laughs> Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> that some things happened. But I was, yeah, that was a while back. And that was really fun. And her husband just watched. <laughs> It seems to be a, a thing that happens where someone's just in the corner like, yeah. yeah. It wasn't a lot of pussy eating there, and it was in a pool. I was under- <laughs> I was underwater. <laughs> well, whoa. Wait, 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 wait. Did they have a snorkel? <laughs> <laughs> there should have been, but no, I just went under. It was like, blah, blah. <laughs> Wait, how? okay. So <laughs> it's really hard to describe over the... Yeah, over really, the it wasn't a long session. No, it wasn't. It would just come up for air and then go back down. Oh, wow. That is dedication. <laughs> It didn't last very long, a couple minutes. Okay. And then I was like, you know what? 
I'm about to drown. <laughs> this isn't worth it. <laughs> it was just fun. I've never done that before. I thought yeah. it'd be interesting. Yeah. I also wanted to try that for a fellatio, but didn't have the opportunity. Oh, my God. This dog, by the way, everyone, I'm just going to tell you, he likes eating socks. He keeps bringing the socks. The dirtier, the, the better. Yeah, he likes You know how they picked your socks. At least it's not dirty panties. Oh, yeah. I have actually heard of dogs swallowing whole pairs of dirty panties. Uh, this actually has happened before. Like, they like the pussy juice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or so eating tampons out of, the, or out of the bathroom. Oh, my God. And then going to the doggy hospital and having to, yeah. Well, no, just like ch- maybe chewing on them. No, I, no, I or do like know someone them. whose dog actually ate the tampons and they had to go. And it was ex- very expensive surgery because oh, they, oh. they, they they grow, they oh, expand inside of them. Anyways. Oh, boy. So that was fun. <laughs> so that was fun. That's off topic. So that was my pussy eating stories. Um, I'd recommend, you know, um, the soft the softer the better and then go in never like the hard tongue when people do like they make like, their like pokey jabby tongue yeah, oh, no. no 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 uh, in my experience like soften that's yeah soften never been you know who has a really good example folks read me honka who was on our show episode six i think it was six five? the casual sex casual episode. sex um so he does it he teaches a nice post eating class and he has everyone practice on raspberries so you pretend oh. that the raspberry is like either the the opening of the vulva so like the labia minora or also it can be like the head of the clitoris and so if you take a raspberry and so you, the, where the whole of the raspberry so the little hole of it is actually facing towards you um, and then you press it up to your lips and then you take your tongue and take your tongue lightly or kind of moving around a little circle in that hole you'll notice the raspberry is so gentle that if you press too hard you'll break it that's how you want to touch a clitoris there you go nice and soft to the point where you're just stimu- like pressing into the tissue and stimulate it and so slowly and softly but if you go too hard it's going to be too much so practice on a raspberry and you could also or you can tell your partner uh, to practice on the raspberry or or on you and just give you. them feedback right yeah or if you're practicing on someone you can ask them questions more pressure less pressure i always you know, this? reward them the cookie yeah. remember giving them a cookie give them a cookie when they are doing things as i feel um good i'm like that feels great i love mm-hmm. that keep doing that keep oh, doing yeah. that yeah anytime something feels great praise them because then they'll keep doing it right it's brilliant and if it doesn't feel good, you can just kind of explain maybe a little more to the left, mm-hmm. a little more. Backdoor anal now. Yes. <laughs> Pound it out. Yeah. Pound it hurry. Faster, harder. And, so, and whenever I talk about slower than slow and softer than soft, it isn't to say that some people don't want a good pounding. Like I have plenty of times I'm like, I just want you to fuck me. But that's yes. when I'm really, really warmed up. You know, that is not minute one or five or ten. That oh, is yeah. like deep into the session. Um, and it's And it's not all the time. P.S. I have pubic hair, and um, me too. So I, what I do sometimes to make the pubic hair softer is I put conditioner on it. Oh, see, see. So <laughs> I mean, I shave it down for sure. It's like a landing strip or whatever. But I put, uh, I leave conditioner on there. It does like, make. Did you leave in conditioner? No. Well, I mean, I could. I have some, but it makes your pussy hair soft. And like, I feel. I've asked. I'm like, how does that pussy hair feel? And <laughs> it's like we're well, so soft. I'm like, so shaggy. it's conditioner. <laughs> Not conditioner. Is I better. just so if. If, if you you know feel like maybe um, you have some coarse hair, you have pussy hair, you want to make it softer, try the conditioner. It does really help. Yeah, I, I'm it's a fan. A little... We talked about this on the podcast, right? Did we talk about pubic hair? I don't know. Hair? We've I talked lo- about I it before. I love pubic hair. I like a landing strip. I, I, I have more than a landing strip. I have like a triangle, like, and, but, we but it's well this, yeah. trimmed. Right. And I and every time I'm like fully waxed or I just feel like a naked little girl and it takes away some of my pleasure because the pubic hair I can grind with. And so I'm like, I don't, I mean... It, it's, I've always been a fan of pubic hair. Me too. I'm just... I'm I, not a five-year-old. And if you, and if you don't like it, that's that's totally your... Or if you... Yeah, we can write every... But right. there's just a lot of shame about pubic hair. Right. And for me, I, I enjoy my pubic hair. I... 
think it's awesome to have there for different various reasons. And um, conditioner, I'm telling you, condition that condition, pubic hair I if you want never, to. Never heard of that. Never That's heard awesome. of that. Did your pubic hair ever go to the hairstylist? <laughs> I wanted to shave a microphone on it once. Just like, is this thing on? Is that thing on? Or like an arrow. Or like an arrow. Yeah. Like it's all about that thing right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just this is this is the direction. Well, but we come up here for up to the other other parts of the body too. Right. And then come down here. Right. You could do like a treasure map all over your body. That would be kind of brilliant. Okay. Like start, you know, start here. You, you know, start. We don't want to draw all over your face, but like you know, here they want towards your lips, and then bring them down to your neck, and then back up to. Your lips and now onto your shoulders and then the back of your neck. Ooh, that's good. I do want to say we touched on this with the citrus flavors, but um, sometimes there's shame in when someone's going down and you kissing them afterward. Mm, yeah, that's it. Yeah, they're like, oh no, have no, no. shame in that. Kiss your partner after they go down. It's kind of hot. You're just like, I love my juices. Yeah. I love. Well, they came from your body, right? So. <laughs> so feel good about that. It's funny when people are like, I can have your juices on me, but I can't have my own juices on me. Or like, try yeah. your juices yeah. once in a while. It's there's no shame taste, in that. Taste your taste. Flavor. Be like, what do I taste like yeah, today? I it's taste like a, a fine little, wine tasting. Sour. Yeah. Today I'm a little sweet. Today I salt. Made up some residual. From that, um, too much great, too many grapes, too many, too many grapes, too many uh, fermented grapes. Maybe I should have more water. Maybe, yeah. Why not? Uh, so yeah, that's great. Yeah, pussies. What yeah. else? What else should we touch on? We oh got there's so much. There's we could so say many things about pussies. It's kind of endless. Okay, so we talk. Oh well, okay. The cervix. I am not an expert on a spot stimulation yet, but I do know a little bit about it. So a spot is around the Deep. anterior wall right. above. Above the cervix? It's basically above towards, the cervix. Uh, yeah, towards, towards the belly button, but way back. And it helps with um, basically stimulating lubrication. Yes, And exactly. certain toys can actually access the A spot. Like yeah. the, the Lady B, Fun Factory Lady B. Can get, oh, because of the curve. Because of the curve. Because it's way back there. And it has like this um, tapered mm. look to it. So it was actually designed with the A spot in mind. So so there, so there's like different levels. Right? You can do a clitoral stimulation. We'll, can, we'll give you a genital-based clitoral orgasm. Um, you can do G-spot stimulation, which can give you more of a internal orgasm or just an ejaculation or whatever. Um, and then the cervix, when you stimulate the cervix, it's usually more associated with like a deeper full body transcendent orgasm because it's so deep inside of you and it's so vulnerable and it can really bring out a lot That's of like I, crygasms. Right. And yeah. I love deep penetration, I think, yeah. because my my A-spot um, is fabulous to access. And I'm mm. always like, get it deeper. Deeper in deeper there. Deeper in but there. The thing about the A-spot, though, is... The cervix is really sensitive, so if you're like just by thrusting, you're probably not going to hit it because um, you might just run into cervix and that might not feel good. So like we're they, a spot you access through deep stimulation, but it's very refined deep stimulation that gets to a certain spot that feels really good. And sometimes your cervix may, depending on what where you are hormonally or in your cycle or whatever you are monthly cycle, it might be um, at a different position. So your yeah. a spot isn't as accessible. Yeah, as it's other always, times, it's always different. Trial and error, learn about your body. Yeah, I think a good way to explore the a spot stimulation though is to do a finger exploration either it's probably easier to have a partner do it because it's pretty far up there unless you have like you might get a hand cramp but um an exploration like another you know kind of a giving and receiving night where you're just receiving and they're giving and there's no goals and ask them to maybe explore this part of you can you can you try to kind of like gently and lightly kind of like what we were talking about the g-spot really slow and soft around the upper part of the cervix like um on the other side of it towards towards the pubic bone and just to see what happens and just have them rub there really lightly and giving them feedback and going with it to see what happens and then maybe you'll tap into some cervical and if you're unfamiliar with how the you know the vagina slash vulva like anatomically works you should just look at a look at an image be like oh that's where the cervix is oh that's what my uterus looks like oh because i think it's interesting to learn about your body and look at look take a mirror 
Look at your vulva. Stick your fingers. Stick your fingers in there. And understand your body. A lot, I know a lot of people don't like sticking their fingers. Inside I know. Freaks them out. Me too. But it, how do you know what's happening there? Like, figure out where your cervix is. Figure out where you have nerve endings. This is a good. It's your body. Like. Take if you when you take your fingers, so you know the labia minora, so just the labia lips, they have a lot of nerve endings, like light licks and touching with the fingers and vibrations that will feel nice there. And then when you go in for the first inch into the vaginal canal, same thing, a lot of nerve endings. But when you go further, there's not a lot of nerve endings in there. That's why, again, why the thrusting isn't really doing shit for you because it isn't hitting the parts with nerve endings. And so, literally, take your fingers and you like you know, two inches in, feel up, feel down, feel to each side. And you'll notice that you don't have that many nerve endings except for right in the entrance and then Mm -hmm. up around the cervix. And it's quite fascinating. And that's what will be like, oh, no wonder the penetrative sex I'm having that doesn't access either the cervix or the clitoris isn't doing that much for me because it's hitting parts that don't have a lot of nerve endings. Right. Which is porn, salt, porn. Porn. But um, I really do believe in getting to know your body. It's so important. I think like whether it's your, you know, your vagina or your just like, just like give yourself love, your ass, uh, give yourself love, love yourself, hug yourself, all of your body, um, your genitals and your, you know, your, your arms, your head, your face, your feet, no matter what they are, what they look like. I love you body. I love you body. Your perfect body. It's your vessel. You should appreciate your, it's your vessel on this planet. Give it love. Well, I like what Brene Brown says, perfectly imperfect. Like, perfectly you imperfect. love your There's flaws no too. And, and I also, I forgot who is it. So there's someone that says, I feel like it's Elle Chase. I think I heard Elle Chase say. That's a um, sex educator. Yeah, awesome. another sex educator. Sex she wrote like curvy girl sex or something. Yes. So I think she said that, I think this is her. I could be quoting the wrong person. Um, something about how we they always say like, learn to love your body. And she's like, you know what? You may never fully love your body, but learn, learn to like accept it, you know, just, just to accept you for, and and learn to find things about yourself that you do love as opposed to like, I need to love this thing as a whole. And if I don't, and you know, it's very, Amy, what do you love about yourself? Oh my God. I love my breasts. Nice. I'm like the topless girl. Awesome. You Um, are, you are. Love your breasts. I always like to be topless. That's fun. I love my long legs. Nice. I love my scars. I have scars like here and there on my legs. Like I like my battle wounds from like you know, running into things <laughs> or, or like from, um, I have some little like dots on them. Jessica's from different... daily affirmations. Yeah. I love my legs. I love my, legs, I love my, my scars. Hair. Oh, my hair. I have some badass yeah, motherfucking you have some hair. hair. Yeah, Mermaid like, hair. My cheekbones. Those are pretty good too. Um, I love all of you. Amy. Yeah. Thanks. Chip. What do you love about your body? I love my arms. I love my, I do like my legs. My, I have nice legs. Mm-hmm. They're very muscular because I'm a very athletic. She has a very like, like, a, like a gymnast build. I was a gymnast for 13 years. Stick it like a gymnast. I love my hair because I don't do anything. I roll out of bed I, I and I just get it wet and it's there. I love my eyes. Mm, I love your eyes. They're I love green, my pussy because it gives me so much pleasure. Her pussy is magical. It's magic pussy. Yeah. Um, yes. And I love, I love how charismatic too. and fun I am. Mm, that's, I love you. I, I love my too. brain because it works most of the time. I love your brain too. Thank She's, you. You're, you're a social savant. You're brilliant. You're absolutely brilliant. Oh, thank you. You mm-hmm. all should do this right now. What do you love about what yourself? What do you love about yourself? Just yeah. say it. Just say, give, give yourself five things of what you love about yourself. Yeah. I love my titties. Yeah, she got nice titties. I like that I call them titties. <laughs> <laughs> I love my nipples. Um, I used to hate having my nipples stimulated, and now I love them because they got turned on about a year ago. Like they were off. They were not. They weren't off. They were just. I didn't realize that they were so sensitive, so it just didn't feel good when people touch them. And now they're completely turned on and activated. It's like I have three clits. Ooh. Like when I, you know what I love 
I love being on top, writing my partner. Because oh, let's talk about that actually. Oh yeah, um, getting on to top. Get it, well, yeah, ways to get to the G spot. Like oh the positions. yeah, that's how I that's how I access it. Riding on top, facing though. Yes, yeah, grinding. That's perfect. And I get in there. That's like my, one of my yeah. favorite positions. That's yeah. actually how I can come with penetration. Uh-huh. I, that that's like my go to yeah. spot. It's great, and it rubs essentially is rubbing the G spot, and you have control over as the person being penetrated. And for me, that's like where I yeah, get most of my female ejaculation from, my G-spot orgasms. And what I'm doing that, I always take my partner's hand and put them on my nipples. And I have them rub my nipples at the same time while I'm riding their cock. And it's fucking that's amazing. Nice. That's really nice. Oh, yeah. It's all the things right all there. The all things. the things. It's juicy. Yeah. Juicy. Another good G-spot position um, is with um, the person being penetrated on their back with their legs up. And oh, then the yeah. other person on their knees um, with their either cock or dildo inside of them with this. So the legs are up, like your feet are next to their head. You're facing each right. other. Yes, yeah. I get that. Yeah, that's I like a good cheese spot. You know, I, I will say this, a, a nice um, a nice plug for Hot Octopus, actually. If you, let's say you're, um, you are with a penis-owning partner and you own a vulva and you want to, um, your partner maybe has um, erectile dysfunction or which um, isn't always a which dysfunction. isn't always a dysfunction but we talked about this on our, our um, penis on our dick episode yeah, yeah. but um, we make this thing called the pulse three duo you can actually put it on um, the penis and then as you're creating like the foreplay situation the vulva can feel the vibration on one side and your partner feels the oscillation on the other side check it out it's the pulse three duo it's a great couple's toy designed for um, a um, male-bodied individual, but the vulva can also experience some stimulation because you can use it in like missionary style or cow girls, cow person style, cow human, cow human style, <laughs> um, and it creates a whole new experience um, for the user that I think is awesome as a as a couple's toy. There's also a wee vibe you could use as a couple's toy to stimulate the vulva yeah, as well um, during play because I think toys are a fun way to. To so connect, to, yeah, to spice things up and yeah. just add something, add something new. That's, again, we talked about in the sex toys one. They're a bonus. Strap on, yeah, strap it on. Oh, uh, like a, you wear, <clears throat> you can get a dildo that you wear inside your, um, you know, vulva, and then you're penetrating a partner. Oh, and then it's similar to you at the same time. It's a double, right. like a double dildo, like a double and yeah, a dildo. Yeah. So you can, um, like you a, know, penetrate, the, um, share, yeah, share vibe, the share, share, share vibe, right? Yeah. And then there's, um, you can wear it without a harness and to experience what it would feel like to penetrate someone if you are a vulva owner and you want to penetrate. Mm. This is getting me a little excited. I'm like a little know, turned on for the first time in like three weeks. <laughs> oh snap! I'm glad. I'm happy that I don't know which part of it though. Um, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. We'll be right back. Oh, just kidding. Okay. <laughs> is there anything else we should cover? There's I mean, probably five. There's, I mean, there's a million things, things we um, should cover. Oh, I, well, I do want to comment on doggy style. Oh, yeah. Um, so doggy style to me, that is, you know, that's a deep penetration position. Definitely can hit the cervix with that one. Yes. And when the body isn't warmed up, it can be a little bit too much. So that's something I feel like should be safe until when the body's really warmed up. Are you doing the should? Oh, sorry. I prefer that it is saved. <laughs> In my opinion, it works best when it's it is saved, best. when the body's warmed up because then the cervix has raised. Um, and then when it is, it can feel really nice. And it's a really great position to to um, be have someone kind of thrusting from behind, either with a dildo or with a cock. But also the person that's being penetrated, you can take one hand and rub the clitoris at the same time. Or even the person penetrating you, they can take a hand and rub the clitoris. So that's a great position because it gives it, you access. Because when you're a missionary, the clitoris, like you can still access it, but it's kind of a little like squish between mm-hmm. skin. And doggy style makes it so that you can add clitoral stimulation because, again, this is how most women are having the orgasm. 
difference. They're adding clitoral stimulation at the same time to penetration, so um, or just clitoral stimulation on its own. But it's usually either a finger or a toy or a bodies or somehow rubbing onto the clitoris get stimulation at the same time as other things or maybe on its own. I always use a <clears throat> a little bullet vibe in doggy because it's small and I can just it put like as much um, pressure slash vibration on the clitoris from doggy and that really does help reach Woof. orgasm. The little bullet vibes. Woof. Woof. And you get into different, get into different um, like stages, like where you're on all fours, but then where you... Or you lower down. And then lower down. Yeah. Then it's, like, it, it's like plank and then lower your Right. Finger. It's like yoga. <laughs> yeah, yoga. Downward like doggy style. Yeah. Um, it's, it's actually quite nice to change positions. And then I, I like to actually put my hands back. So, um, Did they grab your hands. Yeah, and they grab the hands, Is and then like you're a like Superman. <laughs> I don't Superman? know if that has a name, but then like it's just really like it just gives you a different sensation. Put your arms back, have them grab your arms, and then bang it out that way. That's hot. Yeah, it is hot. He's getting, <laughs> she's getting all aroused over I, here. I gotta go. Meow, it's okay. Yeah, that's sexy. Um, well, I, I feel like there's five million there's other things so we can many say, things. and we'll probably be talking about pussies again another day because. This is, you know, it's endless. It's endless. And also just uh, please, you know, like enjoy your pussy. Love your pussy or love your partner's pussy. Get rid of the shame. We talked about this in other episodes. Um, tell, tell this person, like, if you're going down on them, like, put your face in their box and look up at them and say, I love the taste of your pussy. I love eating your pussy. I could do this all day. And that will totally help them to relax, get rid of that pussy shame about I'm taking too long. I don't smell good. I don't taste good. All that stuff that most people have been conditioned to think um, that will totally help them to drop in and be able to experience more Because you taste great. You look great. You're amazing. And, of course, if they don't taste great, then there's ways to handle that too. Right. In a nice way. In a nice way, yeah. Yeah, There's actually a vulva balm that you can use too to help with – Oh, yeah, it's all natural. It's not – natural. Like we don't – recommend that that bullshit like summer's eve or no do, called, douching do is really bad for your ph yeah um and um, it clears even, out all the good things yes so and, and that summer's eve it's all chemical based yeah. you should try to if you if you want to i just shouldn't no should my opinion you? um there's other options yeah. if you do have there's i mean of course dietary changes but short term you can use some vulva bombs that help with um just changing sort of the uh the smells in your vulva if you're not comfortable with it yeah it's all natural exactly yeah, there's there's options out there, but but don't use any of that over the counter. And if nasty you have CBS questions, stuff. you can always email us um, mm-hmm. shamelesssexpodcast at gmail dot com, mm-hmm. and we can answer questions about um, anything that may come up or um, sexually related slash I mean anything. Mm-hmm. Yep, we like hearing from you. We do, and then you know uh, the shout out to our website shamelesssex.com, where you can go and find out more information about us, our offerings, our podcasts, and then. You can find us, of course, on iTunes or Google Play. Um, and don't forget to please review us. We say this all the time, but we love your reviews. We love your feedback. We and love we our do fans. Th- we do this voluntarily. We're not making any money. We're oh. doing it just to give you the empowered way to live and, I mean, just to feel good it feels about good for you, us. information. It feels good for us. What we, we love – What is that called? It's, com- it. it's compersion. We're getting off to you getting pleasure. Exactly. Yeah. So if you do send us a review, it might help someone else out there feel like um, shameless in their life and in their – their um, situations. Yeah, girl. Who runs the world? Girls. <laughs> uh, wow. I mean, you know, we, we run our own world. The world does revolve Girls. around us. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for tuning in. We absolutely love our listeners, and we look forward to next Tuesday on another podcast with Amy and April. So, wait, can I just say, see oh. you next Tuesday? 
Uh, <laughs> that's a that's cunt. the acronym for cunt. All right, ciao for now. Like what you hear? Well, then head on over to shamelesssex.com for more podcasts and information on our latest happenings.